great morning. Great morning. Great morning. And welcome back to another episode of Great Morning. I'm your host, Christian Murmur, Merms, Dog, whatever the fuck you want to call me. And to the left of my computer screen, we have the boss, the pimp, the CEO, the truth, slightly special himself, Jimmy the Shooter. How you doing so far? AC and my BMW broken. It's a bitch. Life is a bitch right now. So hot. Everything is so hot. It's it's hot, man. It's hot. That's how I'm doing. I'm hot. And you had to make that walk from uh, the ship, right? You got to. Yeah, hey, man, you already know the vibe. It's like a 20 minute walk from work to my car. And I mean, I, I all right, cool. That's including me being at my desk because, you know, it takes like five, 10 minutes to get off the ship anyway. And then you got to walk down the pier. And then if you park far, sometimes it's, it's 30 minutes. But yeah, man, by the time I'm done with that walk and then I get in my car, it's a sauna. Like I have to rehydrate and replenish my electrolytes. <laughs> I don't like how you like looked up to the sky. So- I had to look up because I'm thinking about it. I'm just like, did I replenish my electrolytes? But then I'm looking over here and I got my little electrolytes in the cup. So I'm good today. Every day is survival, man. I'm, I'm surviving out here. Yeah, we're recording, we're recording at a weird day. We're recording on a Thursday um, because I'm not going to spoil anything, but we have another thing we got to do this weekend. So we had to make room for, you know, you know, one of our normal episodes, but it's going to be a little bit of a quicker episode for you listeners out there because, um, you know, we're, uh, it's a little late, you know, out and, you know, we got, we got stuff to do tonight. So, you know, I just want yeah. everyone a heads up about that. But Jimmy, you were at work today. It's too hot. Mm-hmm. Your AC went out. What do you think caused that? Are you using it too much? Were you blasting it every time you got in the car? Did you leave you know, it on? I heard that's a problem. You know, if you shut off the car and you have it like on, you should turn off your AC and then turn off your car. So this is what I've learned about AC compressors, right? Because like there's there's like this AC refrigerant or whatever that's supposed to go into like the lines of the compressor. And it's supposed to be at like an, a regular PSI. So I went to, quick story, went to AutoZone. I got this thing called AC Pro. I bled my lines, which I don't know if I'm really supposed to do, but I bled the lines and then I recharged the lines and I recharged them way too much. So then I rebled them and then I recharged them. And then I'm like, yeah, man, my shit should be popping. And then I looked at the compressor itself and noticed that there's a thing called a clutch. So the AC clutch isn't connecting to the compressor. So there's there's multiple options, man, but it's not the fuses. It's not the, the freezing or the refrigerant. And it's not the lines. It's none of that shit. Like my clutch in the AC that connects to the compressor is not engaging. And I'm trying to help. If anybody's listening, please, please send help because I don't know how long I can do this shit for. Help me. Yeah, that sounds sounds fucking terrible. Dude, this summer's been killer, man. I'm telling you, this summer's been rough. It hasn't rained a lot here. It's just fucking hot. I'm kind of actually, well, I always like the, the fall, but I mean, I'm excited for it to cool down a bit out here, at least. I know you don't really get that fall weather by you, but summer, all day. summer, all year round. Sunshine, sunshine, you sunshine. know, Jimmy, speaking of sunshine, we uh, we actually we got someone here with us. Yeah, we do. have We do have do a you, special guest today, don't we? Do you do you think it's time? I do believe. Let me talk. Hold on. Let me take my watch. And here's, it's time. It's time, and you know what? We're gonna we're gonna flip the script here for a second, like uh, you like to say. And um, the guest here is actually, you know, a very old friend of yours. And uh, there's actually mm-hmm. another term you might want to use. So you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna let you introduce this this great man we have with us today. Okay, yeah, man, I'll bring him in. I'll yes. bring him in. So to the bottom left of my computer screen there could be right on yours who really knows nowadays it's left it's left it's left it's bottom left like me to the bottom left <laughs> of my computer screen we have the og from back to myspace 2008 2009 era the motherfucking party promoting assassin who's got more bells than hell to where he is now called johnny hell of Festival Music Promotions, man, coming in, stepping into the building. Johnny, how you doing? 
I'm doing good, man. How you doing? Pretty good, dude. This is a gnarly episode, man, because I was telling these guys, I was like, you know what? Um, I got an idea. I got an idea to bring a guest on. And I was telling them the story, bro, about how we ended up being like virtual pen pals for like what the past 14, almost 15 yeah. years, yeah. right? Which is fucking gnarly and it's nuts because we've never actually met and we've never actually like spoken in person like this. This is like our first this is our first actual meeting. That's crazy. So this is our first this like we're gonna capture this live. It's kind of hard to be silent, right. you know, offline, man. We gotta share these moments. Yeah. It was kind Dude, of crazy, crazy when you told me pen pal, Jimmy, because Jimmy was texting me today and he's like, yeah, my pen pal. Come on. And I'm like, pen pal? Like, I is this like the 1920s? Like, what are you talking right. about? Pen pal? And I'm like, I'm like somebody write let me write my pen pal. Yeah, he's like, he's, I, say, I imagine Scrap. Jimmy like over like, you know, a dimly lit candle and like at night, like putting his ink pad in there and he's like, dearest Johnny, like writing all that shit out to you. <laughs> dearest Johnny boy. I'm like, oh, okay. That sounds cool. Real quick, before we get into more about you, I want to just say to the listeners out there, so uh, about MySpace real quick. So right now, uh, for all you listeners, I know you know what TikTok is. There was this thing before TikTok called Vine, and there was this thing before Vine called Instagram. There's this thing before Instagram called Facebook, and there was this thing before Facebook called MySpace, and that is what they're uh, discussing. Wow, that was yeah. impressive. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, you know, times have changed. MySpace was, I don't even think I really use MySpace. What was that? You just made like a page. It was like a blog. Dude, let really, me, right? let me tell you. If I, I got into the Navy because of MySpace. <laughs> the recruiter sat me down and he was like, I've never, mind you, I've never been out of the state of Illinois, Missouri back whenever I was a younger buck. I think I went to Florida once for like a church trip. And then that was about the extent of my travels. Maybe Tennessee. I don't know. Okay. But I never really left, man. And the recruiter, he had this thing where back in the day, you could do this thing called a top eight. You could do top four, top eight, top 16, top 24, whatever you wanted, man. You could have your top friends. And if you were on that top friends list, you were cool. You were in the in crowd. Let me tell you. And he sat me down and he goes, oh, yeah. But you know, it's about my top eight. I was like, they're all bitches. He's like, that's right. They all bitches, man. Look, <laughs> motherfucking China. This is from Singapore. This is from Brazil. This is from Malaysia. They don't even speak the same country, man. But what you do is you get on MySpace, right? You reach out, you let them know you're coming. And then they set everything up. You have a good time. Your party. They kind of, he just like set the party vibe uh, through MySpace, man. And MySpace was one of those things where you could like, you could, what I appreciated about it is you could reflect your personality a little bit more. You could like have your, you literally had to type like copy and code and paste it. Right. But you had HTML. to like, html design your page and then you'd have like black and white like for me i feel like, like i got smart uh, using myspace knowing like that i had to do all the html to like change my background and add my music player and all that yeah you had to program you really had to like build your own website but you could like <laughs> you could like like for me, like you could tell what kind of state somebody was in because like you go to their page and it's all like black and white with a black and white photo and their top four is like <laughs> R&B artists and sad and you got Jay Holiday in the background. Yeah, dude. And you'd be like, this person, I like this person's vibe. Well, I don't like this person. You put fucking sparkles and glitter. I would always use my music player to add like the local bands because I use MySpace to promote a lot too. Like I would use the uh, music player to add like local bands and stuff so that people when they came to my page could actually hear the artists and whatnot. Yeah, man. And that's that's crazy. So you've been promoting shit, man, like forever. It's been over like 10 years since I've been like a music scene. So how's that going, man? Like tell us tell us the story. Like, how did you get into it? What was the vibe? Like what inspired you? How's it going? What's next? Well, I mean, when I first like got into music, like I used to know this guy here in Vacaville. He used to have this TV show. It was called the Vinnie Langdon Show. And I'm pretty sure the dude lives in like New York now. We're obviously, we're no longer friends. It was years ago. But he started a show and he had a band on there called Solomon's Ashes that I really liked. And uh, I found him on MySpace pretty much. And then like went to one of their shows and kind of just like took off from there. Like with like, you know, going to shows and stuff. And then like I actually started Johnny Hell Promotions like in 2010. So like a little bit after high school because I graduated in 2008. Went to college for a little bit. Didn't really go through with college and then my buddy my buddy eric davis uh told me hey i mean like because he i'd known the dude for a long time and he he you know knew how much i liked his band called march into paris when they were still around 
And he basically told me, hey, man, you should make like a promotions page. And I'm like, okay. And then basically, Vinny Langdon gave me the name Johnny Hill. So I kind of just put it together because we were trying to come up with monikers because we were going to do a band, but then we didn't. And I'm just like, you know, that sounds cool. So I've stuck with it ever since. And it's kind of just stood out, you know, got like a reputation and, you know, people know who I am. And it's kind of cool. I've met some famous people too. So that's pretty badass, man. And you got some pretty dope merch on too, man. I see you. Yeah. You're rocking Johnny oh. Hill shirt. I want to know how yeah. you guys stayed in contact all these years because obviously MySpace isn't nearly as popular. Facebook, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, they just, just developed to the next. You guys just kept talking. And the reason I ask that is I, I wouldn't say it's weird because I've heard stories like this before. So I shouldn't say it's weird. But like for me personally, like I remember when I first got on Facebook when I was a lot younger. Yeah, you'd be friends with people from like all over the world that at first it was kind of like fun to talk to them. But like after a while, like now I don't I hardly even use Facebook. And like, I definitely don't talk to people. Most of the people I talk to today are people I like know, like I've either met in person or on here on Great Morning. So like, I don't, I, I might even still be friends with them, but like, we haven't, we haven't talked in years. So like, what, what really kept that together for you guys? What made you guys keep talking, especially since you haven't even met in person or, you know, like you said, this is the first time you even video chat. I mean, Honestly, he, you, you reached out to me what, like last week or something. I think that was the first time I talked to you in like a while. Yeah, been been a couple of years. But you probably see my Facebook post because I know I've been posting what much as what hoopla lately. So mm-hmm. but, I think uh, I think the thing that made it easy is like he's all, he's been in music and like music because we initially like ended up chopping it up because of music and shit. Like I used to try to do yeah. music and like the dancing and all that shit, right? So. Like throughout uh-huh. the years, like I've always had something going on, right? Like slightly special media, dropping videos, dropping music videos, working with different artists. You know what I mean? He's always been like promoting festivals and doing stuff like that. So it's easy. It's kind of like leaving a comment nowadays. If I were to compare it, it's like you just leave a comment on something that somebody created like, yo, bro, that's dope. Or yo, man, how's everything going, man? What's the next move? Blah, 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 blah. And it's easy to kind of keep that there whenever you're in like the same genre. And you guys are both just kind of constantly doing stuff. It's like, you just check in like, yo, that, that was dope, man. Oh yeah. Thanks bro. Yeah. That was dope. You know what I mean? But it has been like a couple years, man, but I don't know, man, it's weird, bro. Because like, you've always, you've always like, just like the, I'm going to say like, you're a master networker. Cause like to keep that network, you know what I mean? Is, that is pretty impressive. Yeah. You got to pause. After what are you doing point. right now, man? Is that hookah? Or are you smoking weed? No, it's weed. <laughs> it's weed. I got I got, I got a delivery that took forever to get here because I didn't know the company was like based out in Oakland, so it took like hell long for them to get here. I bet oh, that guy made deliver. so <laughs> much money, dude. I would love to deliver weed, like being a legal drug dealer. You guys know what Funko Pops are? No, what's that? Hold on, let me see. There we go. These are Funko Pops. Funko Pops or Funko Pops? <laughs> Funko Pops. You guys have never seen a Funko Pop. Come on now. No, oh, dude. What's, wait, them. wasn't somebody talking about a Funko Pop? <laughs> on one of our shows maybe <laughs> wait, wait. i'm pretty sure we had somebody on one of our shows say that they got into funko pops because people like want to people are like really into that type of shit this is like, like five thousand dollars on my wall bro bro yeah i was gonna say that's thousands of dollars of funko pops what is a look, funko at, my, pop? look, look at that cool Jimi hendrix one he's what? black uh, black like Jimi hendrix what Do is it like, like what is it value or something they're, like over time they're like just little collectible figurines that people buy Lincoln Park, okay. Yeah. Zim, Invader Zim, Zim, Toy Story, Pac Man, Crash Bandicoot. We can. It's hard for me to get over there because if I can do a lot of those. <laughs> Holy shit, dude! This guy's wall is plastered with Funko Pops. Uh, Wait, but I'm. You know I'm, what? I'm confused. Is, is so like. How does that work? Like you collect them because like are are they going to be worth a lot of money one day? Is there like not a lot of some of them or? Is are there is there going to be like? I mean, the rare ones one would be like these ones that have like a chase sticker on them. So if they have like a chase sticker on them, that makes them like rarer than others. Like these ones are from like so much fucking glare, but these ones are from like E three and shit. Oh, and so like are those like ones the most worth more than um like some of the others? Obviously, yeah. So yeah. How much yeah. does your how much does your average Funko uh, Pop go for? Mm, like 12 or 13 bucks and you have over five grand on the wall it looks like you have (laughs) (laughs) look it's my favorite one it's it's blunt man and chronic from jay and silent bob (laughs) 
Oh, shit. What made you want to start collecting those? Uh, when I first got this tattoo on my arm. Of a Funko Pop? No, of a Star Wars. Oh, is that the Death Star? Oh, it's Vader. Yeah. So you this got a Vader. Star with the Millennium Falcon coming out there. So you got a Vader tattoo, and you were like, as you're getting the tattoo, I'm picturing <laughs> you sitting in the chair, getting inked up, right? And this motherfucker's like, well, no, he had my, my tattoo artist had the Funko Pop, had the Funko Pops oh, on his wall. Okay. <laughs> he had a bunch dude. of Funko Pops on his wall. I'm like, what is that? I'm like, oh. Dude, so like it was my tattoo artist's fault. That's dope. I just created a whole story in my head, man. Where I'm like, you're like the artist is like, hey man, like this is a badass tattoo, and you're like, yeah man, I'm gonna go buy a fuck Funko Pop. Yeah, like that's kind of what I was like. Imagining. Like you know what go great with this tattoo? <laughs> fucking a fucking Vader Funko Pop, bro. Like that would have been that would have been symbolic right there. <laughs> right. You know? That's uh, that's interesting. So you you have collectibles you like to put on your walls, um, like the Funko Pops. Do you have anything else that you like to put on the walls? Like any other any other collectible? I mean, I don't. My walls are pretty bare. Like in my hallway are pretty bare, just because I took all my show posters down. But I have, I do have one up that actually like is one of my favorite, like one of my best shows I feel like I've ever done. Well, that was yeah. Cool. Uh, uh, I uh, that was a fundraiser show for uh, this festival called Vetstock Festival. And um, it was the promotion was called Vet Tracks Project, and it's basically to help wounded veterans like record music in like a music studio and stuff like that. That's bad. I am a hundred percent on board with that. What is what's my one buddy, of the Eric, my buddy Eric Lewis from a uh, failure by proxy? Uh, that's his little organization, and he told me about it. And so basically, I mean, quick story. After I did that show, which I raised five hundred dollars for, I got tickets. Like I got VIP tickets to go to the festival down there, and like it was like Lodi or something like that, and went down there with my then girlfriend. Basically, I got I was a sponsor. My my <clears throat> my uh, logo was on like the the posters and shit. Hell got yeah. like sponsored on the show. It was chill. I met um, I don't know if you guys know that band Smile Empty Soul, but I met them, and then I got to meet this singer from Oleander, um, and a bunch of other people. So. It was chill. That sounds pretty dope. Have you ever done like a like a huge concert or like a like a huge event? You know what I mean? Like Madison Square Garden. If I had the money and like the right the right people, I would. True. Yeah, that takes a lot. But no, I haven't done anything like that. The reason I asked about um, the uh, other collectibles you might have is because you know on the show, the end of the season, there's a chance that one of our guests actually might win something of a collectible themselves from great morning mm. yeah um and that actually has to do with a, a segment we're about to get into here um jimmy you think it's time i do believe the clock has struck that time with the i time believe the time time. yes i believe it is time to do one of our favorite segments we'd like to do here at great morning and that is of course the word of the day Oh, so, Johnny, how the word of the day works is uh, Jimmy is going to pull out his uh, big old dictionary he got. It is, uh, we like to call it the big old dick in the room. It uh, is a dictionary. Uh, it looks like it's uh, it looks like it's like 10,000 years old. Um, so it's got like a million different types of words in it. And what he does is he opens it to a random page. He puts his finger down randomly on that page and he lifts his finger up and whatever his finger landed on will be our word of the day. Now with the guests which is you for this episode, you will have to use that word in a sentence. And at the end of the season, we grade all of the guest sentences on how funny it was, how creative it was, and of course, if you use the word correctly. Jimmy will read the word, he will spell it, and he will give a definition. If it is an archaic word, because it is a very old dick, I will give a modern day definition for you. So do you understand how the word of the day works? Yeah. Can you okay, see cool. this? Do you, yeah. do, you, do you see this thing right here? You see this thing? Yeah, that looks like 5,000 years old. Yes. Got it. St- my grandmother stole it from the Vatican basement. <laughs> yeah, the archives. The archives. <laughs> the secrets held within the realm of these colors. Hell yeah. All right, man. Yeah, whenever you're ready, flip that open. And I'm flipping. I'm flipping. I'm flipping. I'm going to flip again. I'm going to flip again. And then I'm going to flip again. Bam. What the fuck is this? <laughs> Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Mechanico. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. Can you Mechanico, a combining a combining form for mechanic denoting 
by mechanical means as in mechanical therapy. All right. Mechanical. M E C H A N I C O. Mechanical. All right. Let me see if I can get a modern day definition for that. Yeah. What the? Oh, boy. Uh oh. <laughs> Can I get a retry? <laughs> I wish you could, man, but the, the book has spoken. The book has. It oh makes no goodness. mistakes. So it is. This is strange. All right. It is a Br- British English, right? Slash Italian almost slang of a mechanic. Oh, mechanico. So that's all it is, is a mechanic. But you got, you know, it's mechanico. Mechanico. It's, and then here's the, the definition I have is, right, a mechanico is someone whose job is to repair and maintain machines, engines, especially car engines, etc. So it's a mechanic. That's like a funny because you were just talking about your BMW. That is funny. Yeah, we were. T- yeah, exactly. And you know what? Yeah, we were just talking about Jimmy's car. The thing is, I used to work at AutoZone, so okay. I, I could probably help you. <laughs> Dude, I need, I need it. I need it. You're the mechanico. You just need. I'm the mechanico. Hey, let's let, let let me try and form a sentence real quick. We're on the su- subject of automobiles. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and um, think about it for a second. Right. But then I would have to like, if I say that word mechanico, I'd have to like try and pull it off with a whole fake accent or something because it would sound weird if coming out like that, this hey, and mechanico. Do what you got to do, points. bro. Do what you got to do. <laughs> you got to be creative, right? Monsieur Jimmy, you need a mechanico to come fix your car. Probably is a hella butcher that too, by the way. <laughs> Macanico. <laughs> a manico to come fix your car. I swear I'm good. not racist in any way or form. No, I just like okay. to do funny weird voices sometimes. We're, like, we're, we're, we're all a little I like to make people racist. laugh. That's the thing. Like I I feel like my life has been like we I can I could tell you guys like a million things about my life. Like I've lost a lot of people in my life. So I don't I don't like anybody else to ever be sad. So I try to do my best to always spread positivity and make the world happy, you know. I love that's that. just who I've always been because like long long story short, I lost my mom in twenty six. And that's what this tattoo is for. That's for my mom. Wow, oh, geez, I'm sorry to hear about and that. And she passed away from cancer. So no, no it's all no, good. I'm sorry. Condolences, man. Well, hey, no, you did a kick. Good. You did a you did a kick ass job at the word of the day. That was pretty good. Yes, you like uh, that. I like that was definitely uh, <laughs> some creative points, and you used it correctly. So, and I also just want to highlight this. You know, we all love, um, we all love spreading positive energy around here, man. But at the same time, we're up, we're all a little racist. Uh, right? <laughs> don't say that especially christian let me tell you about Mer- merms is <laughs> probably he's probably one of the most racist discriminatory people i know like this guy will be walking down the block and he'll see a latino oh, or he'll see God. a black guy or somebody that's yeah. not white and he instantly he's like <laughs> he told me one time he nudges me he's like look at this fucking guy i'm so much better <laughs> So much better than this guy. He's not even fucking privileged, non-privileged peasant. You know, I don't like that you're doing this because, like, I, you know, it really suck if, like, my school, like, someone from my school heard this and they were like, "We gotta kick this <laughs> fucking guy." <laughs> I'm gonna make you fucking oh, call God. them and tell them you're joking. I around. want your universe. I want the university. Uh, where are you going? Nope, no, nowhere. I'm going to. Uh, I want all universities <laughs> over there in New Jersey for English writers specifically to know that this guy is fucking he's a fucking racist he's a racist piece of shit he he eats bananas he eats bananas and he makes racist comments while he's eating the bananas because he's homophobic but you know what i'm saying but at the same time he's got a little bit of sweet sweetness in this sweet sugar in the tank you know yeah that's why i've been friends with you for almost like four years (laughs) i i'm more of like the constitution of america bro i'm like black and white okay so it's like i'm the i'm the proof of the put if anybody can go both i'm the pendulum i'm the pendulum baby what about what about stephanie stephanie you're you're blackish thing so you're half black and half white i am blackish and stephanie merms we both know right there's stereotypes Okay. And you know you're fucking racist against Stephanie. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm literally going to her son's party on Saturday. <laughs> it doesn't mean you're not racist. What, just, why would I you, do that if I was? When you go in the house, I want you to kick the door and be like, hola. Oh, God. No. <laughs> Soy a key. All right, fine. Here's La another fiesta. one. What, what, about, uh, what about Ashley? Friends with her? Hola. Muy bien. Hola. Muy bien. Ashley. Yeah. That's just because in your racist fantasy mind you you feel like sleeping with a black woman will make you feel better oh my god jesus christ i really <laughs> hope she doesn't hear 
this episode. <laughs> Ashley, if you're listening, we need you to come back hey, on the show and tell us how ra- how how Merms has racist fantasies of sleeping with you. But you know, we are getting a little dark here. I don't want to talk too much about anything that's fucked up. Let's talk about how Nancy Pelosi went to Taiwan. No, we're not. We're not talking about that. <laughs> oh, God, no. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I know. I know what to do here. All right, I actually have something for you guys. Oh man, we were just getting warmed up. No, we're not talking about Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> She's so not, old, bro. It's not getting warmed up. She's so old. Like I was We're looking at those. Old. I was looking at those pictures, man. I'm like, how do we elect people that are like near death to run this country? What do you mean? She first got into office during the Civil War. Like she's just been there. Her time is done, bro. Like we're not shooting muskets anymore. It's it's uh, yeah. She's been there for Tell a while. To Joe Biden. But hold on, yeah, hold on. Before I see this, is like, hold, on, hold on, hold on, Joe. If you're listening, we don't we don't like to talk about politics here at Great Morning. The um, racist over Chuck. here, Joe. You'll fit right in. Oh my god, this is terrible. <laughs> you're really you you really went uh, hard on that for like eight minutes there or something. Yeah, I'm gonna tell Ashley not to listen to this episode. Um, all right, hold on. I got something for you guys. Uh, last episode, um, Johnny, uh, we were playing around with uh, old commercials, and I have a few here, and these are like really old commercials, not may- maybe like 60s, 70s, like, you know, pretty damn old commercials, mm-hmm. and I got an idea for this one. I'm not going to tell you guys what it is for. I'm going to let you listen to a segment of the commercial, and I want you to guess what either Ooh. the commercial is about or even the company it's for. So I got a few Ooh. here. Also, by the way, this uh, list of commercials that I have is considered no longer appropriate for uh, the times we currently live in. That's I fucking love this. Commercial. I love this. This is amazing. Play that fucking jingle. Let's go. Ooh. All right, I'm going to share my screen. Well, actually, I'm going to share my audio, I should say. Sorry. So here we go. I'm going to play for a second. Tell me if you guys can hear this, first of all. Okay. Yep. You hear that? Yeah, I can hear it. Okay, here we go. This flat tire needs a man. But when there's no man around... Wait, what was the rest of it? I'm not gonna. No, I want you to get because they're gonna say in the commercial. It'll say what it is after that. Oh, that's a Michelin tire. Okay, so you say Michelin tire, Johnny. You have anything else? I mean, I was gonna say Michelin tire too because I feel like I've I've heard that commercial before. Honest to God. Yeah. Um, So it's not Michelin. I'll tell you that. But you guys are close on tires. It is Goodyear. Ooh. Mm. Here, I'll let you listen to the rest. Goodyear should be. Why? Watch this. New Goodyear Double Eagle carries its own spare inside. Lifeguard safety spare. A tire in a tire. Keeps on going. Next time, give her a second chance. (laughs) Wow. I love that. You know, they really had class back then. Just Michelin tire. It's a tire. Within a tire. So that this tire's got tires within a tire that's run flats, which aren't existing. It would have been better if it said Michelin Man, though. The Michelin Man. Yeah. Exactly. Here's another thing. I only listened to that part. So we're gonna do a few more of these and then you know we'll wrap this up. But I, I want to say this as a disclaimer beforehand as well. I haven't listened to the rest of these commercials, so I don't know how bad they can get it. All it says in the YouTube video is like they wouldn't be made today now that could mean something slightly like ah, you can't say that like the last one we listened to like it's kind of like oh a woman should buy these type of tires because she can't change a tire like a man can't right which is like mild i don't know how bad these will get get fucking weird bro send it let's hope they don't get bad and if they do i uh i apologize beforehand um let's see what these 1960 motherfuckers was about so here's the next one, and hopefully, they don't say, <laughs> right. they, hopefully they don't say exactly what it is right away. And I'll see if you guys can guess it. Here we go. The Kool Aid Kids in Old. Oh, okay, it already said. <laughs> <laughs> Run that back, <laughs> <laughs> DJ. 
Yeah, you know, just I told you guys he was racist. Play it. <laughs> this is. <laughs> I'm not playing this one. Play it. Come on. This All is right. what we're here for. This is a classic great morning. What are you scared? Pan road rickshaws everywhere. But when the kids sat down to eat, they sure did miss their favorite treat. Kool Aid, Kool Aid, tastes great. Wish we had some. Can't wait. A story man who heard the kids then clapped his hands and said, Hi, Kool Aid keeps me very wise. Stand by, please, for big surprise. Kool Aid, Kool Aid, so great. Once you try this, no time wait. Honorable Kure, the most refreshing, much loved by whole family. Father, mother, Japanese boy, Japanese girl, a package make two for a quart. Cost only 20 yen, just five cents, with lots of ice, so nice. The Kool-Aid kids are off again to visit other lands. Be sure to join. All right, all right, I've heard enough. Yeah, uh, okay. I know exactly what that's about. Yes, that is of course you guys do. That is definitely <laughs> Japanese sushi. It is okay, so that's very good. It, uh, <laughs> that is correct. It was a Kool Aid commercial in Japan. It said, mm-hmm. "I can see why that can be considered offensive to some." Um, you need a, you need a though. You need the sugar. Kids the the day, this, dude, this dude said he, he drinks Kool Aid with no sugar. I'm like, how the fuck? Oh, dude, psycho. I'm like, how are you gonna drink Kool Aid with no sugar? Sociopath. Yeah, sociopath. All right. Here's All right, one more, one. Mermzy. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's hear what this one is. Oh, no. What's wrong? Oh, it's your coffee again. The desk sergeant at the station makes better coffee than this. Ed, really? Sorry, honey. But your coffee tastes terrible. Mr. McGregor, please help me. Carol, what's the matter? My coffee. Ed says he gets better coffee at the police station. Why not? All right. They're about to You know, I don't know why. I don't know. I don't. I love that accent that she's got. The coffee. It's it looks like, like it's the police station. She sounds like all women from like those old movies. I feel like every woman had that voice, and every guy had to like listen here, dollface. Hey there, go subjects. Like listen here. I'm Mr. McGregor. I gotta go <laughs> get my cigarettes. God damn it, Carol. And I'm gonna make love to you all night long. Like it's like weird. Everyone sounded it's like weird. That. It is weird. Get over here. So we will have dinner at six p.m. and then after we will make sweet sweet love. Yes. yes, and then as pour my it, whiskey so I can beat you with a belt. After we do it, the camera will pan away before they see us take our clothes off to the to the sunset. Oh, um, the Mister McGregor! I'm not sure if I'm ready for that pain tonight. Pour so my whiskey, woman. What brand? Obviously, it's about coffee. What brand of coffee do you? Folgers. Think was about Folgers. Folgers. All right, good. Yeah, you guys got it. It's yeah, crazy. we already knew Folgers has been Let's fucked see. since the beginning. It's almost over. Let's Why not try new instant Folgers? Should have just threw out a Mentos commercial on there however you know what New instant Folgers, Carol. Tastes good as fresh pert, because it's made from fresh pert coffee. Then they actually turn that fresh pert coffee into new instant Folgers. Tastes good as fresh pert, because it is fresh pert. Mr. McGregor, I'll try it. Hey. Sarge never made coffee like this. It's new instant Folgers tastes good as fresh fruit. I like it better. All right, so I got the some. End of that, roots. by the way, real quick, they it, it, they like leaned in, and I thought they were going to kiss, but then I remember this is a while ago. They probably shouldn't. They probably didn't show that in commercials, so they just rub noses. <laughs> wow, so PG thirteen. Yeah, really PG. I would I would even say PG. But I mean, back in the day, women couldn't really show too much skin either. You know, like everybody kind of wore long dresses. Everything was a mystery. You didn't know. You didn't know what she was working with, like a hundred percent. You just saw the outline. You know, but nowadays you kind of know by the first three photos of the Instagram post, as yeah, well as the ice cream man is down the street. <laughs> well, it's up to you. I we, uh, maybe that's enough. Do you want to listen to one more or no? You know, I think uh, I think we got enough for one more. This is getting pretty interesting, but just okay. one more. One more. Um, and all right. Sorry, Stephanie texted me. I don't think Stephanie is going to make it. Let's see. Oh, God, this one's going to be bad. I almost don't want to listen to this. Oh, wait, here we go. Here's here's one. The working day out here stretches from sunup to sundown. But there's always time for a Marlboro. Oh, shit, they the said. cigarette that gives you a oh, cigarette. Wait, I want to hear the education. What do they say about cigarettes? Go ahead, go ahead. You 
get a lot to like with a Marlboro filter flavor pack or box. Come to where the flavor is. Come to Marlboro Country. Now there's something new in Marlboro Country. A fresh new cigarette. Marlboro Menthol Green. Just ask for Marlboro Green. Unless you're already smoking famous Marlboro Red. Red or green, you get a lot to like in Marlboro Country. Okay. I don't know why so, that one was offensive. That's, I mean, I guess just because it's about cigarettes, but it's not really offensive. So what's crazy about the history of cigarettes, obviously it's all built on a lie, but back in the 1930s and 40s, Tobacco companies would literally and happily tell you that cigarettes were sworn by the the medical community. Like doctors would push smoking as something that was healthy. In fact, they advertised it to women as a way to lose weight. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh-huh. And a major, major man like that. I think that was almost, jo- I think that might've been John Wayne in that commercial. And it showed a bunch of cowboys and like, you know, they got off the horse and they're taking a rest. And he's like, here, I have a cigarette, you know? Yeah. It was, it was supposed to be like the, ident- especially Marlboro was like the identity of like what a real man, you know, he smokes Marlboro cigarettes. It was kind of like that. Like the whole, you know, they used to have the logo of like, that's why they call them cowboy killers. Is because they had like the cowboy with the horse, <laughs> everything while they sold Marlboro Red. So, dude, I don't know why, but it's almost like after people realized the cigarettes were bad, the companies were like, "How can we plot twist this?" I got it. How about before every badass action character is about to die, they light up a cigarette <laughs> because they didn't die from the cigarette, but they looked cool dying smoking a cigarette. Yeah, and it's more like. Fuck it, I'm gonna die anyway. I might as well have a cigarette, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Remember that time we were smoking cigarettes in your backyard? Oh yeah, we were just crazy. I smoked like a whole pack. We were like drunk, and it was it was like a bad time for both of us. I won't get into details, but like we're in the backyard, and we're smoking. It's like two in the morning, listening to music. Someone's like, "What are you doing back here?" And you were just like, you took a puff from your cigarette, and you're just like. What's it look like? I'm listening to music and smoking cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was just like, oh, I, was like, like, oh, I gotta go to bed. <laughs> I was like, what, what, what is it? What does it look like? I'm doing over here. I'm smoking a cigarette, listening to music, talking to my buddy. Huh? What are you gonna do about it? Like rushes, like blasting in the day. It's just like some <laughs> rock music from the '80s, and we're just sitting back there. I think we just got done playing poker. So that was a fun. Yeah, night. I think we did finish playing cards that night. That was a good night. Very eventful. Oh, Marlboro. Marlboro. The cigarette of great morning. <laughs> the cigarette Marlboro. of yes. Hey man, if we get tobacco money in this muckalucka, I'm telling you, we're our show is gonna be number one on the charts because that's some serious cash moolah. I would All definitely, right. definitely be okay with that as a sponsor. <laughs> yeah, I'll be smoking right now. Everyone, be, yeah, everyone, everyone be like, why are you sponsoring that? Like that kills people. I'll be like, listen, if you're that dumb, you don't know it kills people now. You know, get over yourself. We all know that now. Blue light kills people. How often do you look at your phone? You know, it, I was thinking about that the other day is like when I used to smoke, I don't anymore. But when I used to right? it made me into a better person. And for some reason, I'm trying to find out like what is healthier because when I used what? to smoke. Really, it did because I'd be calm. I'd be having my cigarette. I'd be relaxed. You know, people would come up and talk to me and I'd actually give a shit what they were saying to me. Now that I don't smoke, like I don't like like 90% of the people (laughs) that come up to me. I don't want to talk to them. I don't care about what they have to say. The only time I care is when I'm on here. If I'm like out in the world and you try to come up to me and talk to me about something, I'm like, I don't. I don't give a shit. All right. When I used to smoke, I'd probably stand there and be like, hmm, tell me more. You know, so I'm trying to think what's healthier, you know, smoking cigarettes and being a nice person or not smoking cigarettes and being an being asshole. a complete asshole. Yeah. You know, just I, it's selfish. It's selfish because whenever you stop smoking, you probably cared about yourself. So you're like, yeah, you know what? Fuck everybody. Let me be healthy. Yeah. But when you're not healthy, you're like, we're all going to fucking die. Let's be friends. <laughs> right. So. I don't, you know, I'm not going to smoke again. I really don't want to. I know it's bad for me and I've already quit. And I want to set a good example for some of the younger people in my family. But I, uh, how hard was it to, how hard was it to quit to kick that habit? Oh man. I quit like three different times in my life. I quit before I got in the Navy, um, kind of because I had to, but I quit 
a, like a months before I actually went to boot camp. So like it wasn't really a problem then. I remember I wasn't craving it. Weird thing was when I got to boot camp, all of a sudden I really wanted one. And I, like I said, I'd already kicked it for months. So out of nowhere in boot camp, probably because it was just a little stressful. I was like, fuck, I want a cigarette real bad. And then when I got out of boot camp, when you can like, you know, buy cigarettes again in A school, I went and bought cigarettes and I started smoking again. I smoked for a while in the Navy. Um, and then sometimes like sometimes more, sometimes less. Like when I was off the ship, I'd smoke less cigarettes. When I was on the ship, I'd smoke a lot of cigarettes. And then I quit again when I got out of the Navy and I went cold turkey. And it was hard, but I was doing really well at it for like eight months. I remember I was really good and I didn't use anything. Like I quit everything. I quit the cigarettes, the vape, nothing, cold turkey, no nicotine at all. And then I went to Spain, which is the (laughs) third time I picked it up again, because like when I was in Spain for a month and a half, I'm hanging out with a bunch of Spanish people and they all used to, you know, they used to smoke inside and shit in restaurants. They would do that all over there. So like I'm sitting around with people and they're like, you know, you start drinking a little bit and they're like, hey, you want a cigarette? And I was like, fuck it. Yeah, I want a fucking cigarette. And I started smoking again, came back here. I'm still smoking. And then I quit again recently, like a few months ago. And I think I'm good this time. But yeah, best, three best time to smoke a cigarette is when you're drinking. I will say that. Yeah, that makes you want to do it. Drinking man, drinking's bad for you, man. Don't don't drink either. Because it makes you do a bunch of dumb shit. It makes you say stump- I stupid shit. Anymore. Yeah, it, it makes you say stupid shit, do stupid shit. It makes you want to smoke. One, one time, I was, uh, time I was doing a show for my birthday down at the bar downtown, and uh, I got super freaking drunk. It was my. Sh- it was one of my shows on my birthday, and I was super drunk, and I threw up like, all over the bar, which was great. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got really drunk, man. Yeah, man, that, was a, that sounds like a fucking oh, celebration. Yeah. Have you ever quit, Johnny? Have you ever had to quit an addiction? Or have you ever given anything up? Uh, no. That's a, very, no, not at that's, all. that's a very personal question. I mean, I don't drink anymore, but that wasn't like something I was addicted to. Like, yeah. if anything, I'm addicted to freaking smoke marijuana. But anything other than that, like, I didn't smoke weed for how long. Like, I was hell like anti weed for the longest time and like tried it. Maybe it, like it really helps my like mental health of mine. Like, I don't consider it a drug at all. You know? Yeah. Helps me sleep. You mentioned some like, Seth, like Seth Rogan says, it makes food taste better. <laughs> it enhances every <laughs> aspect of life. That's you ever, crazy. Uh, you ever taken uh you ever taken uh shrooms? No. You, ever do, you ever do shrooms, man? You ever get weird? No. no. You ever take acid, man? You ever take acid? No, <laughs> no, no acid. Heroin, no, man, no, man, you, what about heroin, man? You don't you don't want no. this. Oh pain. god. <laughs> That's That's like, you ever been in the desert and taking some peyote, bro? <laughs> no. You don't want these problems, brother. You ever taken a little bit of DMT? Went to space, bro. Yeah, man. You ever lick a toad? You ever lick a toad, man? <laughs> oh my god, that one. God, no. I remember family guy made a joke about that. No, and neither right. have we here at a. I would totally. When I get out the navy, I'm I'm doing all that shit. I'm getting <laughs> fucking. I'm finding. I'm going to the desert. I'm looking for a toad. I'm gonna, I already know how to make it. Psychedelic and shit, dude. Yeah, I already know. I already know how to make it, man. Look, you go to the desert, you get a toad, and you rub that motherfucker on your windshield, right? So all the venom gets on the windshield. Then you got to wait for the sun to cook that venom. And then you scrape it off your windshield and smoke it. It sounds really gross, Jimmy. Yeah. (laughs) There might be healthier ways, but that's the way I know. It's free. (laughs) That's insane. I watched it on Vice. I watched it on Vice, man. I watched it on Vice. I was watching Vice and this guy who's like really old and trippy, right? He's like apparently like a, a trip. And he's like, this is the toad, and this is a squeezes the back of the toad poison thing with gloves and like squeezes the venom on the windshield. And then like 20 minutes later, he goes out. It's so hot in Arizona that 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 fucking poison dries up and he scrapes it off the fucking windshield and smokes it on vice. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. I'm I'm like, I want to be in that old man's shoes one day. I just want to be fucking an 80 year old man stepping out of my parking lot, squirting toad shit on my windshield. (laughs) (laughs) And that's like your morning coffee. This guy's got the fucking dream locked down, brother. Dream is locked down. Get some coffee. I'll be right back. Scrape, scrape, scrape. (laughs) 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 Fucking come in tripping balls. Like, why are there 17 door handles? Like, like I can't step in this fucking house. I cannot step in the house. You know, I don't know. I'd imagine if you're tripping and you go from one element to another, it's like real fucking trippy. That's, yeah, I, I don't think I'd do 
that ever. <laughs> like, I don't think I, you know, I'm honestly, I feel like I'm getting too old to be doing anything. The worst I've done was got crossfaded. So being drunk and high at the same time. And I was driving. I will never, ever, ever do that again. <laughs> you know, we're Disclaimer. recording this. <laughs> Disclaimer. Disclaimer, disclaimer. Well, you know, I don't care what anybody says. I believe at least once in everyone's adult life, they will have a drink and drive. Oh, they want to go a little booze cruising. But yeah, I don't like, I'm super like cautious about it. Like, if I'm, if I'm drinking and driving, I'm not going to drive home from super plastered. I wait till I sober up, you know? Yeah. Hey, yeah, hey Johnny, hey, do, Johnny do, you know, do you know why I pulled you over, Johnny? Uh, well, looks like you're intoxicated. So uh, uh, you're a shit face drunk. I want you to. Drive straight home <laughs> quickly. <laughs> yeah, come on, get out of here. Just get on yeah. home. Yeah, last time that, that's what happened to me when I was a uh, booze cruising. It was like uh, there was this uh, something called like a, a school zone I was in. Right, you had to go like 15 miles per hour. I'm going 90 down that bitch. Um, oh, there's fuck. a uh, there's a woman who was walking her dog, and then all of a sudden I I felt a bump, and she starts yelling at me, and I don't know what she was yelling about, so I just put down my window. I said "fuck you, bitch," and then I drove on home. <laughs> well, that was that's great. One time I booze cruised. <laughs> As a adolescent illegally in the country road, oh, okay. we ran over someone's dog. Okay, so like my story was fake, but the way you said that, I feel like yours might not be. Dude, it felt so bad. Worst I've ever done is like hit a duck. My story was fake, by the way. Okay, good. I uh, I really but I have been shit faced. All right, so I'll tell you one crazy thing. I was in Thailand one time and we threw like 300 american cash at this driver who like in thailand they have these mopeds but on the mopeds you on the back you get like little carts and these carts are not stable they're literally wooden fucking benches that's on with like a little crappy plastic cover right we throw 300 dollars to this guy and we're like we need to get from point a to point b in 15 minutes and it was a fucking 40 minute drive and this dude was we all were drinking right and we were drinking with the driver we did not know that the driver was also our driver because we were all just outside this little 7-Eleven or whatever, this little corner store. And we're drinking and he's like, oh, better go around. We're talking to him and shit. And then we're like, yeah, we're going here. And he points at his little thing. He's like, oh, he's like, oh, and this one, I have this one. Uh-huh. I have this one. But uh-huh. I don't want to be racist. Anyway, he points to his shit. We're like, oh, shit, you could take us. We just finished drinking like two fucking bottles with this guy. And we're all fucked up. And we're like, get us from point A to point B in 15 fucking minutes because we were all out of our mind and this guy shit face no bullshit drunk man he was probably going like 70 75 or 60 65 however fast it could go this guy was pushing it and he got us there in time that's a i mean that's that's pretty cool i mean, I mean he, got, he got you to the where you need to go though so yeah he got us there. I, I wasn't sure if i was gonna go anywhere after that Hey, like, uh, you know, I'm not the only one to say this, but, uh, you know, if you do a crime and you get away with it, I think that's okay. <laughs> In my opinion, I think that's fine. You murder somebody. <laughs> did, did anyone find out? All right, go about you. Yeah, it's like, uh, I, that's perfectly fine. Right. Just, just, it's, you know, it's fine. And, you it's know, fine. Uh, speaking of fine, you know, unfortunately, uh, we're, we're getting to that time here at Gray Morning, that, uh, that sad, 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 sad time of the podcast where, uh, you know, we got to go around the computer screen and uh, give our last minute plugs and, you know, end this shit. You know, it's getting late by us right now, but we wanted to do this quick recording because we have another thing, like I said, to do mm. this weekend. I'm not mm. going to say what. I want to keep it secret, but it's definitely some podcast shit. So, you know, just saying, you know, that's why. That's why this one's kind of, you know, on a weird Thursday night. But anyway, it's going to be awesome. Let's do our last minute plugs. Jimmy, my friend, you got any last minute plugs for listeners? You know, I'm going to let you do my last minute plugs, but I do want to give a shout out to Marlboro. You cowboy killers keep on killing. (laughs) We fucking love it around here. Um, Yes, our lovely sponsor, Marlboro. Yes, our lovely sponsors, Marlboro. Also, I want to give a big shout out to the the Kool-Aid man. Keep busting them motherfucking bitches' walls down and making your presence known to the great Americans around here. Keep charging them little kids up and keep them diabetes rolling because we love you for that. Michigan Tires, sponsor us. All right. My tires be blowing out all the fucking time. They blow out like that back blow out if you catch my drip. You know what I'm saying? Because we're going 80 on a, a 65. You feel me? It's just not a game. We skirt, skirt around here, left turn, right turn, Michigan Tire blows. Make sure there's a man around to fix it because obviously women couldn't. Yeah, that's uh, 
that's you know of course reference those old (laughs) (laughs) nah man i have no minute plugs johnny thank you for coming on man thank you for having some fun this was really crazy because this is uh today literally right now the world is listening this is our first actual conversation uh within being virtual pen pals in the past 15 years and uh you're a pretty cool dude man i want to let you know that i don't want to let you leave the show without not knowing that you're a cool dude and that fucking collection you got on your wall is pretty (laughs) fucking wild Hey, man. Appreciate um, it. Thank you guys for letting me on. Of course. And, uh, you know, before we get into Johnny's last minute plugs here, uh, you know, our last minute plugs, uh, mine are you can follow me on Instagram. That's Christian Merms. That's my personal. It's open to the public right now, but I will close it, you know, by the time the season is over. So get there now if you really want to follow. But the one I really want you to follow is, of course, Great Morning underscore the podcast on Instagram. That's where you'll get a lot of your podcast information from us, you know, about new episodes, new guests, all that. You'll get it from there. So uh, go ahead and follow that. That's the one I really want you to follow. You can also follow You Love Steph. I know Steph uh, actually tried to be here today, but she was having some technical difficulties like we all actually had when we started this. So, you know, uh-huh. I know she wanted to be here, but uh, that got fucked up for her. But yes, follow You Love Steph on Instagram. Follow Steffi underscore underscore zero on TikTok as well. You can follow Slightly Special with two L's on Instagram. You can follow Great Morning underscore the podcast on TikTok as well. You can follow Trip God Jimmy. That is T-R-Y-P-G-O-D-J-I-M-I. And, of course, like I said, we have, you know, we're going to, you know, I'll even say it. We're going to start the recordings for the next special uh, this this weekend. So, you know, stay tuned for that. Um, I'm not going to say what it is yet. We'll say that soon. And I'm not going to say when it's coming out. But we are going to do some recording stuff for it this weekend. That's why we're doing, um, you know, this. Uh, I mean, it doesn't matter because you guys will be listening to this Wednesday anyway. But, like, that's why it's kind of a quicker episode than usual. You know, because mm. we have to do it late to fit everything on uh, on our schedule, of course. So, um, yes, that's uh, that's it. Oh, and sh- uh, go to shopgreatmorning.com, of course, and get your merchandise there. Again, that is shopgreatmorning.com. Again, shopgreatmorning.com. Um, but, yes, that's it for my last-minute plugs. Johnny, you got any last-minute plugs for listeners, man? Um, just thank you for everybody tuning in, and I'm glad I could, like, tell everybody about myself and what I do. And uh, if you want to <clears throat> follow me on Instagram, it's... Uh, it's Johnny Helge, J-O-H-N-N-Y-Y-H-E-L. That's my Instagram. And if you want to uh, like my Facebook page, uh, Johnny L Promotions, just go ahead and do that as well. Oh. All right, cool. Yes, yeah, so that's Johnny with two N's and two Y's and then hell next to it. Two Y's, uh, yeah. Two Y's, yes. That's who. Uh, that's how you'll find Johnny there if you want to follow him on uh, Instagram. It's not an error. I promise. Just two Y's. There you go. But yes, guys, that was our last minute. Uh, last minute, geez. Yes, those were our last minute plugs. And that was our episode. Great morning. Great morning. Great morning. Great morning. Great morning. <laughs>